everyone, and welcome to what will hopefully be the permanent episode two of Zero uh, CLT. CRC uh, you may have seen for an hour we had posted about it, but uh, we realized after a while, uh, 27 minutes in or so, there's a bit of just Richard sound effects and nothing else. Uh, so we apologize for that. And this will hopefully be with us all permanently, and we'll get this up soon. So uh yeah it's been feels like months since football has happened for Garrett rangers um but yeah we're just gonna this episode just quickly just recap the last three games really quickly you probably all cut up anyway online but and just some other wee things bits and pieces so uh first match first match a long time ago was cliftonville so um yeah just one of those days i suppose uh didn't go away if anyone wants to here I can remember the most about it I suppose um I can remember the last half hour quite well because it just kind of <laughs> fell apart to be honest it was really about it was really about dire to watch that last half hour it was solitude's always a difficult place to go and we did really well in the first 60 minutes to kind of hold them at bay and they'd be very disciplined in our structure and the way we set up we set up to frustrate them we did that really well but it was just one of those days where you were going to a top six team who had so much quality up front and the end of the show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, spot on. I think that we were good for the first 60. Um, and last podcast, which was released, I don't know, was that 2019 we did that? Um, we talked about <laughs> in midfield and Lloyd and Yaya. And again, in the first half at Solitude, they were, they were superb. Um, and I don't think Hoggy had much to do in the first half, really. Um, yeah. A couple of saves. And Johnny Fraser had a good chance as well. Um, and yeah, I think they are, it must have been as soon as the R mark, the clock at the R mark. It, was, it wasn't great after that. Um, yeah, we struggled. Um, at one stage, I think I saw James Ferron playing centre forward, um, yeah. which was slightly concerning. But um, yeah, no, it was, it was one to forget. Um, although I suppose we talk about the, the difficult start that we had, it was um, three games against three tough oppositions. So pro- probably what, what the press and what other people would have expected else to not pick up anything. But um, yeah, slightly disappointing in the end, the way it finished. Yeah. And on James Fern, weirdly, like there's always a bit in the match where he just like turns out like a few like step overs and just like yeah. beats, beats three players and I does like, like keep you up like Henri back in the day. I don't know where it comes from. But you know, yeah. there's always one of those every Maybe match. The only in a forward position at one point. Yeah, it's I incredible. Um, with all this with all this lack of football as well, I was watching like an old uncut. This is just random. I was watching an old uncut last year when we beat Glenavon six two and there's just this random clip of it of James Fern like dispossessing the ball and then not making oh, wow. Hamilton and like them all. You're just like oh, where does he get that from sometimes? Yeah. No. Sorry, that just popped in my head. Do you reckon what do you reckon he played in his youth career? He, he couldn't have been a centre half. <sighs> Maybe in the midfield, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Or that sort of stroll. Probably Cam. That's a question yeah. for him. Good be yeah, we, t- we, can. we talk about um, CR5 and obviously the, the initials linked to Cristiano Ronaldo, but I think like CR was, was 15. CR15. Some of the moves he yeah. pulls off a of midfield, you think uh, he thinks he's Ronaldo, but no. It's 
it's good fun. It's good fun. Not for now, really, but at times for us, it's good entertainment. And then next, our next game was at home to Langanen. I have no clue what date that was. I just know that's who we played next. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that was a nil-nil. Um, who, who wants to chat about that quickly? Um, I would say that was quite a scrappy game. Um, we were coming into it, hadn't got any points yet. Bundan came into it, hadn't scored any goals yet. Um, it was two sides who I think went into it and saw it as like a, a must-not-lose sort of game because it was so early in the season and both yeah. sides had had a kind of tough start. Um, so I think it was, a in the end, it was a good point for us to take at home because Dundran and are, are a decent side and a side we'll be competing against this season. So I don't think there's really much I can even remember to say about the game or what happened, but it was an even game and I think the point was fair and something that you know we obviously then built on. Do you remember who had the best chance? Of the it was in the second half, who was or who was close as a scoring for us? Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it? big ha- big is fair. That's who it was. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I remember that now. Well, big Yaya had one in the first half where he skipped yeah, he past did. a few players, and then big big ha- well, Tom Hamez Fern from now on. I think that was probably <laughs> his best name. What what happened? I think he had one shared off the line in the second half, wasn't it? I think oh, he yeah. just kind of yeah. didn't. Scuffed off his shin or something, yeah. and he tossed it right in his career. I think if he'd hit it right, or even if he'd hit it really wrongly, he probably would have scored. But I don't know how he managed to. I think that the yeah, ball, the ball was like going away from him, and then he couldn't, he couldn't get any power on it. So. Yeah, but um, I, I would have said that was our best chance. Um, and then who did Stephen Gordon come on that day, didn't he, for his first appearance? Yeah. yeah, Stephen Gordon came on and played, I think it was, I can't remember the way of it, I think Daniel went off and Liam McKenna came in the midfield to make his debut as well, and then yeah. Stephen Gordon yeah. slotted in the defence, into the back three. Yeah, um, and for a man who's a midfielder, looked, looked yeah. pretty good, didn't he? Yeah, well, he looked solid. Um, he was very solid, he didn't put a foot wrong, you know, which you're kind of, when you're bringing a centre midfielder on and into the defence, you're maybe a wee bit worried about what could happen, but... Um, he held his own, and Liam McKenna as well, who came on, looked, looked very sharp and, and tidy as well in the midfield. Yeah, no, I think it's spot on. I can't think of anything else really, other than it was a clean sheet and we got a point, which was quite nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I think that rounds that one off nicely. <laughs> yeah, know. and then our uh, most recent game, uh, Porter Down at home, which was a 4-1 uh, victory, so uh, I think we'll probably have a bit more clear memories of that one. Um, so that was a good night, I think. Everyone seemed still to feels like it. it was about still feels like it was about ten years away. Yeah. Ten years yeah. ago. But yeah, four one win, first one of the season, first rose moment play of the season. Um, I don't know. What do you say, Richard? Like I, I suppose the main thing everyone's gonna remember is Michael Smith's Hadrick and not his third goal, the fourth goal for us. Yeah, what, and what a goal too. Um, I don't think it featured on Soccer AM. I think, I, I know uh, Andy, who, who's on the media team also, but, but not on the podcast, He, I think he did email them. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, just to sort of, don't know if it was with the clip or to say, but um, yeah, just a chance around to see if we could get Mickey on Soccer AM, which would be <laughs> incredible. I did like, see a few, people, a few people had mentioned Soccer AM on Twitter, like tagged them, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, 
it was it was so good um from Mickey to to see him because as we know sort of pre-season he he, um, he, do, he wasn't about much in pre-season and came, came on for his first competitive appearance against Newington. Um, and actually this season, has for someone who didn't have much of a pre-season, has looked good. He's he yeah. almost like a new lease of life. Um, whether it's playing with Johnny Fraser up top, um, the two of them together, but he's been, he's been super for us um, and his hold-up play especially. But to see him score... The first one. I mean, the the first one. He hit the first one, and I know Mark's background for those who who aren't watching the video. Um, is him celebrating after he scored the first one, and he hit that well. That was yeah. That was such a strike. I know. Um, I think that one almost was under the radar a wee bit as well as to how good it was. Because yeah. kind of the technique and the way he hit it, like he couldn't have hit that first goal, his first goal, any better. He put it in the bottom corner. And yeah, it was, it was almost like, like he hit it left with, like, foot. The top of his foot, like near his, um, what do you call yeah. it? So, the tongue of it, tongue is, but as opposed to like yeah. a side foot, he kind of like hit underneath. Yeah, he did. Yeah, with, like backspin. And um, it was I don't know about you two, but but when he hit it, well, Mark, I know you you'd mentioned before that um, for some reason you panned to that corner of the goal. Yeah, like straight away. I didn't even know. Like he literally hit it, and then I was just. I must have just like I must have just known he like hit it like with a lot of power, and it was obviously going that direction. Whether the keeper would have saved it or not, but yes, yeah, it was just good timing. Yeah, when he hit it, you just thought, "Ooh, that's going in." Um, it just it just looked like one of those ones which you just follow the keepers and all see if that if that's on target. You know, they're trying to weigh yeah. out in the power and whatnot. But well, I suppose the power or the speed was already on the ball there for him. The reader yeah. out, and then. This his second or third. Um, I just happened to be behind our goal on my way round to the sort of towards the dugout um, for the start of the second half, and Johnny Fraser burst down the right hand side from nowhere and mm-hmm. won a nothing ball, and all of a sudden there was Mickey to slot it in, and it was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, Ryan, as you mentioned, the, the last one, the third, his third, and our fourth. Top ends, as Mark said. Can't put, I have nothing else to add. How good was it? You can, I, don't, I, don't, I can't really put it into words how you can put it that perfectly into the top corner. You know, the fact that it actually came out and the keeper caught it and tried to play on and chances on <laughs> well. Yeah, yeah, true. You didn't mention that, but it was absolutely ridiculous. You were just kind of, I don't know about you, I was just kind of astounded for a minute that yeah. actually happened. Yeah, you've seen it so weird. many times, maybe you've seen it so many times when he's put in on his left foot, you know, that he can really he can put, you know, good shots and good deliveries in, but and he's ever done a job as good as that again in his career. That's actually the, the exact thing I was thinking of was um well, actually when he came on against Newington um in that game at the start of the season, I remember hearing their defence shouting, left foot, he's all left foot, he's all left foot. Mm-hmm. And and we sort of that's a bit of a running joke at the club is is big Mickey and his left foot because yeah I wouldn't say his his right foot's as strong as his left and that's no. being polite um so from the cut inside yeah on his left foot and and bend that into the the top left absolute scenes unreal and there was a, like a brief second where you thought is the ref actually going to give it or not because you weren't really yeah. sure so yeah I know. And I think it was the linesman too, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I think there's linesmen that gave it, and the referee obviously signalled. So, thankfully, you know, because we brought it on camera as well. Had you brought it on camera and had it not been given, it would have been. Why, well, yeah, he would, he would have been dotted. Maybe he would have been absolutely dotted had that not been given. I think you're the best view, Mark, didn't you? Yeah, um, I was just lucky to get quite close to the uh, the goal round at the back there, and yeah, there was a brief second where I thought, "Oh crap, this is going straight from your lens," and I kind of just, <laughs> I kind of, I think I, put my, I think I put my hand on the lens to like pull it back if it did come close to me, but uh, thankfully it did. There was a few other close calls that night as well in the first half, so uh, I was living dangerously. Oh yeah, it was a header, wasn't there? Uh, yeah. And, a Lloyd, I think Lloyd had a left foot, like half volley, um, that would hit right in front of the wall. But no, it was a good angle to get Mickey's goal from, and it got plenty of attention online, so that was good. Yeah, no, it was it was good. It was good, good three points. So, um, yeah, I think I think it was nice to it was nice to get a win, um, and not be not be sitting at the bottom bottom of the table without a win. The first one's always good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And last recording performance as well. Yeah. So I was just going to say last recording we did touch on kind of Johnny Fraser and Yaya were kind of the two main performances I suppose that stood out the most. And we talked a bit about Johnny's uh, work rate and I think the whole team really from the first minute you could see the work rate was a hundred percent. So it's good yeah. to see. Yeah. I suppose we forgot about Big Yaya because um. Yeah, we haven't really mentioned him. He was, um, I think, in in Niall's interview, which you might hear soon. He talked about the role of, of Yaya during during the full game. And ten minutes in, we were. I think we just conceded, and Niall was yelling, "Get the ball, Yaya! Get the ball, Yaya!" Because there's no one picking him up in midfield. And um, when we did, from that moment on, he he was pulling strings. He, everywhere you looked, he was there. Um, and the amount of photos he appeared in um, on the night that I, I had taken, just with the ball at his feet, he was it was a great, a really good performance from him. Good to see. Well, yes, now said in that interview, the way the setup was to kind of keep the two wing backs, you know, further back, and the two holding midfielders further back as well to really mark down, put it down, and then free up Yaya to play in that kind of role. And it really didn't make a big difference in the night, you know. The way he linked up with, with Mickey and with Johnny Fraser and with Lloyd, who pushed on at times as well. Um, he's been a really a revelation in the midfield. Um, Cliffy Adams refers to him as like watching the Matrix. He's like 100 places at once almost, as <laughs> he does with the ball. Um, so yeah, yeah, has been a really important player for us so far this season, even though he only came in pre-season. Yeah, and we've touched. Sorry, just on on Johnny Fraser too, and, and that that was definitely his best performance in the jersey shirt since since he joined um, towards the end of the transfer window. I thought he was he was unreal, and his pace his pace too. And we know we've got Alex gone too um, in the squad who has had a couple of niggles just at the start of the season, but their pace um, going forward that's definitely one thing we noticed whenever. Um, Sturdy left in the January window last year was that bit of pace up front. I know Alex was there, but we, we sort of we didn't quite have that burst of pace that Sturdy gave us. And, and those two, I think Johnny and Alex, fine for that sort of position. Um, and, and even together when they played against Linfield, um, that's mm. good. That's promising for us going yeah. forward. 
So that's our great as well. Sorry, I don't add. No, don't worry. I thought that's our. Uh, yeah, I suppose that's our summary of all three games done now. Um, uh, Richard, there's a kind of new feature that you kind of want to explain. I think to the listeners, yeah, watchers. So I think I think we um when we posted the first podcast link back, I don't know when was that a month ago? Must be yeah. Uh, like a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, there were a couple of comments just on Facebook from people, and, and actually, what amazed me was people listened. Um, huh. That was that was incredible to start off with. But um, there was a comment from Les McKee and also from Jamie Allen. So Les is based in Spain, and Jamie Allen in Sydney, Australia. Um, those just they, they enjoyed listening to the first edition of the podcast. So hopefully, the second one goes as well as the first. Um, but yeah, we, we sort of had thought, I wonder how many other Carrick Rangers fans or people who were who are from Carrick and, and used to watch the jurors, you know, way back, how many people are listening to us now um, around the world. So I suppose it's going to be called something like Away Days uh, and we'll see if you drop us a message. So if you comment on the, we post the podcast, if you comment on that on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Um, or else email social media at carrickrangers.co.uk just with where you're listening and we will we'll see how many we get um also i think last week uh, ian greer who is in lincoln posted a photo of um he was wearing the new avic gear mm-hmm. which i think had been posted over from from the club shop um an early christmas present so yeah there, there's obviously jurors fans out there and more than more than probably we we see at a match day so yeah just let us know where you are where you're listening and um yeah we'll maybe put together a bit of a map and see see if we can take over the world hmm. and on the club even shop a, even oh go ahead i was saying just even if you're based locally even even if it's just down south in the republic or over in scotland wales anyone you know it doesn't have to be as extravagant as halfway across the world in sydney australia yeah it's nice to nice to hear from card fans anywhere and everywhere. Definitely. So yeah, on the shop, Ryan. Um, I think shirt sponsorships are still on, and there's a uh, some new wee items as well. I think on sale at the minute. Yeah, I believe there are new snoods out, priced at twelve pound. I think, um, which can double up as a face mask, which are obviously compulsory in your local Tesco, Asda, Sainsbury's, etc. So whenever you're in getting your milk, bread and butter, you may as well represent the mighty jurors um, <laughs> exactly. and get those um, from the club shop at the ground. Um, we usually post on social media when the club shop's open, or you can also order them online for delivery if you're clicking collect. Um, and then on, on, on shirt sponsorship as well, that's available through the website. So if you go on to cardrangers.co.uk, and to the supporters tab, there should be an option for shirt sponsorship for all the squad, all the first team squad, basically home and away shirts and um, match worn. And you can get your favourites before it's gone. I think there's, there's quite a few gone already. So you know, if you want to sponsor someone, you probably have to get in there quickly because, mm-hmm. say, the majority of them are probably gone already. Yeah. Good, good Christmas present. Hint, hint. Yeah. Very good Christmas present. And uh, yeah, yeah, got a good sponsorship, I think, didn't they, Richard? Yeah, the best, the best of well, I haven't looked in a couple of days now, but the best that I saw before when I did have a look, um, Donna Coney Carrick Rangers Supporters Club, 
Um, so shout out to them. That was great. Um, you're welcome anytime, lads. Oh, I assume they'll be back. Huh. We were there for the Port of Down game and I absolutely loved it. <laughs> From what I could see in here anyway. Good. That's good. That's the main thing. So yeah, that's uh, almost us done now, but I think hopefully now back to regular scheduled Dance by Premiership. We have Balamina next away this Saturday. Um, so yeah, we had a couple of weeks away now and uh, with uh, 14 of the squad we're self-isolating. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 14, yeah. So that kind of that postponed a couple of matches there, but hope they're all doing well uh, at the minute and hopefully they're all raring to go for uh, Saturday. But yeah, Balamina next. Um, any kind of... I was only... I was only there for one Balamina game last year, so any of the other two, were any of those two fixtures, standouts last season, any kind um, of thoughts? We're away to Balamina this Saturday, aren't we? We're away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, it's just I've been so out of the loop of football <laughs> for so long. Um, one thing that stood out last season is we went away to Balamina twice and won twice. Um, and it was, what was it, was it 2-0 and then 1-0 or something like that? Yeah. Two the 2-0 was on the day of a was it a hurricane or there was there was a hurricane? storm oh out. yeah uh-huh. yeah I remember that day it was, was Kyle Cherry and Dan Kelly scored yeah yeah. Um, so it was a good place for us to go to last season you know went there twice and won twice so you would hope that we could repeat that but um, I mean they're just off a 2-0 one against Warren Point um, which they seem they seem pretty you know, pretty good in that win so it's definitely going to be a hard place for us to go because Warren Point the start of the season well so that was a very good win for Balamina there and Stadra Yeah I think the momentum that we had after Porto Down I hope I hope we can keep that going I know two weeks off is, I'm not sure um, I'm not sure what, how it works this week with training um, for the lads and how many of the squad can train on what days I don't know um, so yeah I'll be on well um, we can we can build. We can still build on what happened the last time out against Portadown. Um, and definitely, as Ryan says, the last two, last time we played there, it was a really good performance. That two 0 two 0 win. Um, I actually wasn't there that day, but I remember watching back on cut. And yeah, I thought we were superb that day. So fingers crossed. Um, that must hope. have something to do with the. There's a very strong Balamina contingent in the team. You know, you think it's like a home game, is it? It is kind of in a way. Now to think yeah. about it, you think Mark Surgeoner, Keelan Lauder, and Chris Rogers, Cliffy Adams, John McAllister. You know they're they're walking five minutes down the road, <laughs> and they're there basically. Yeah, um, I actually I saw you mentioned sorry Ryan just that that win for Balamina um, on Saturday. I think that was their first home win since last December. If I if I read that right earlier on today. Um, obviously, well, of yeah. course, there was a massive gap of football. You know, there wasn't any football there mm. from from March. But um, yeah, that was that's probably that's interesting going into into next weekend to we see what happens and how we how we do and how they how they are going as well. Um, yeah. With a couple of new signings in their team too. So the only other thing I was going to add, just that you know, obviously, two weeks of isolation and no footballs, you know probably it's been a bit dumb. it's been a bit 
horrible having nothing to go and do or see on your Saturday. But the only upside of it is probably the likes of Kyle Cherry and Alex Braun, who've been struggling a wee bit with injury at the start of the season. I think they're probably uh, a lot closer to being good to go now. So, yeah, yeah, that's um, a good point. I find our, you know, obviously we might have some cobwebs to dust off and chain on this week for the 14th. We've, you know, not really been too active in the last two weeks, I haven't been isolating, but. I think our squad as a whole is probably more or less now fully, fully fit, fully available. Yeah, no, that that's a good point you make. Um... Cool. Yeah. So I think that's everything we're wanting to cover today, isn't it? Pretty. I much. want to say hi to Bobby Forbes. That's the only. Thing. <laughs> oh yes. Hi, hi to Bobby. Oh, yeah. I know he's, uh, no, he's listening. He's, he doesn't. He likes to tell us he's working, but I know he's listening. He doesn't, he doesn't work. <laughs> that's the inside. That's the inside joke. Just really yeah, yeah. He might one one day. If we should we dangle the carrot here, one day he might appear on this podcast. One day, and but it'll probably be after some of the players and management come on. You know, not not prioritizing, but it's more give people what they want you know what what are the fans who do they want to hear from and bear in mind barely any of them know who bobby forbes is um yeah i think i think they'd rather hear from niall first but bobby you could well be on fantastic so yeah that (laughs) is uh, episode two of crfc and tape hopefully this one works and there's no problems and yeah follow us where you can Spotify, Anchor, everywhere. You can search for us. And yep, hope you're well. And hopefully we'll be back chatting to you all um, after the Saturday. So see you later. Cheers. See you later. See you later.